welcome to episode one of Fleetwood Fantasy. I'm your host, Nash Watson, featured by Douglas Powell and Daniel Van Boris. And guest starring for today's first episode, Micah Cortez. All right, fellas, week seven. Let's hear it. All right. So I just want to go ahead and start off going into week seven. Absolute dominant. I'm going to go with Cooper Cup. Like, I mean, this guy has put up an average of 25 points. He has a bye week of 11, and these first seven weeks, he has put up 23 against Chicago, 36 against the Colts, 30 against Tampa Bay. His worst week so far has been 11. He had an 11 and then 16 against the Cardinals in the, uh, Seattle. And those were he just That's when they started to figure out that he was going to be their main target, and he started to get locked up, and then came back with a whopping 34 points. Against New York Giants. He's ranked number one in the positions oh, for yeah. last year, right? Yeah, he is, uh, he is putting up his points. He is definitely an asset to have um, on your team this year. Who, who's number two on – do we know that information? For wide receivers? Yeah. No. I know uh, Devontae Adams is the third ranked. Yeah. Number two would be Tyreek Hill right now. Yeah. Tyreek Hill. I've He's already... been actually very hot and cold, as you can see. You know, he started off with 37 – Hit a five, a nine, and then a huge forty-eight. So that was really big. And then uh, Jamar Chase, number five, one of the rookies, actually going pretty strong this year. For yeah, fantasy. Jamar Chase has had a very good season with Joe Burrow throwing to him. So he's been great. It's that LSU connection. Yeah. Mike Williams has been a really big sleeper this year. He's ranked fourth. He had thirty-six last game, or two games ago. <laughs> last week, though, it looks like he had four points. Yeah. So. <laughs> He might be – no, defenses might be starting to catch up on him. Well, Maybe they didn't not, really though. do anything that yeah, game. The Chargers only had three points. That's true. That's true. So, um, yeah, it's just the wide receivers this year have been putting up crazy points. I want to say something about Tyreek Hill. Yeah, he's been super streaky. But that's definitely like – we saw that in the uh, Super Bowl against the Tampa Bay. He just got doubled, I mean, every play, so – He's having a hard time. Going that usually that. opens things up for Travis Kelsey as That's well because he's a yeah. really big threat as well. He's number one at the tight end position. Travis so. Kelsey definitely putting up his numbers as he normally does. Yeah, mm-hmm. and, and talking about this, you have Cooper Cup. I do have Cooper Cup, yeah. And what are you in fantasy right now? I am, I'm first in the league, yeah. And I um, a few weeks ago I had 200 points the week where he had 34. Oh, no, that was the week he had 16. So, yeah, I mean, either way, I mean, he's been putting up his points and – yeah, I mean, he's definitely been paying off for you in the oh, long run. Oh, absolutely, yeah. And with a very late draft pick, too. I think I picked him maybe in the fourth or fifth round. He was definitely a sleeper. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, I'm just going to go on a wing here. CMC, he got injured against the Texans. He's been out for a little bit. He's now on injured reserve. When he comes back, you think he's going to – you think he's kind of injury prone? Or do you think he's going to have a strong run here at the end well, of the season? Well, I think whenever he plays, obviously, he's a great running back. Because he was first when he played. That's obviously, true. Derrick Henry would probably be better even if he did play right now because he's been going off. But he is pretty injury prone. I mean, he missed out of almost all of last year. He only played two or three games, I believe. And this year, he's only played – Three games again, so he's definitely injury prone to me. So, and fantasy wise, I think he is such a threat because of his ability to run the ball. But then with Sam Donald at quarterback, I mean, he can get it to CMC. And with PPR, if you have PPR in your league, right, right. so many points. He's the, easily the best receiving back in the league. Yeah, it's crazy. 
He's probably Sam Darnold's number one target when it comes to throwing stats like that. Yeah, and deep threats for the Panthers. I mean, they really don't have anybody. Who, who's the? Um, uh, yeah, Robbie Anderson. Yeah, Robbie Anderson. DJ Moore. DJ Moore, right. Who's a route runner. I thought, hasn't DJ Moore, has he not done too good this season? He's actually he's, done pretty good. He he's has. Done all right. He's been, he's been pretty pretty good. He's the number one option, so. Yeah. Who was his teammate that used to be with him, and they always. Curtis Samuel. Curtis yeah, who, Samuel. who is he with now? He's on the Washington football team, I'm pretty sure. Is he doing anything? Uh, not that I know. He's not been a threat since. DJ Moore is ninth ranked right now. Yeah, so right. He, he's been putting numbers up. So. With the Seahawks, Russell Wilson out right now, do you think that kind of like affects the offense and how many points the team will be putting up? Say like if you have um, Metcalf on your team or Lockett, do you think that's going to Geno Smith's performance is going to affect them a lot, or do you think it's not going to be too much? I think it definitely will. Uh, well, I I feel like it's going to affect the deep ball, not so much the the inside stuff because yeah, Russell, 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 Russell Wilson's probably one of the best like deep ball guys. Yeah, he, he's league. a cannon. Yeah, and he's able to create in the pocket and stuff like that. And Geno Smith, like he, he's not really known for the deep ball, so I feel like he's going to be looking for the short routes. And that's kind of DK Metcalf's forte. I mean, I, mm-hmm. you rarely see DK Metcalf going deep, so yeah. he's definitely your your go-to slant over the middle. Kind Which of is kind of bad sure. for you because you were talking yeah, about Yeah, I have Tyler Lockett, Lockett on my team. You know, recently he has been putting up too good of numbers. I think he actually had like Five for me this week, so probably his lowest performance so far. Yeah, but it's just because he can't get the deep ball going. Because yeah, and he had just a that's his main thing. hot beginning of the season. Yeah, he I, was unstoppable. I also had Amari Cooper on my team. First week, he had 38. I was pumped. I thought he was maybe having a crazy season. Then second, third, fourth, fifth, sixth yeah. week come around. Cool down. He's kind of inconsistent. C.D. Lamb cool. actually seems he might be the number one target here. In yeah, I would agree Lamb's on that. It seems like they came out first week and just really needed to lock up C.D. Lamb. And, I mean, that, that worked because, I mean, he didn't have many points. And that opened up the doors for Amari Cooper, who just had his breakout first game. But then I think after they realized that they got two guys, I think they were able to balance it out. The CD has just gotten way more mm-hmm. than targets. CD's a little inconsistent, though, isn't he? If you look at his statue through the first seven weeks. Yeah, he is. He's had 23, 17, 9, 3, 18. So he had a couple bad weeks. But other than that, I would say he's probably been pretty solid for wide receivers. Yeah, especially last week. He was definitely number one target. I mean, he had 11 targets from Dak. Mm-hmm. He had the game-winning touchdown. So... He was really going off. Definitely heating up. Yeah, and speaking of the Texans, how about uh, Trayvon Diggs with the uh, seven interceptions in six games? That is insane. And two pick sixes. So yeah, he's been that. great. He's an absolute unit coming from the defense. Do you, th- do you think he's going to be a, a DPOY contender this year? Uh, I think, well, I don't know. Because when he got a pick last game, he let up a uh, wide-open touchdown the that next really, play. That really wasn't his fault. Like, if you see it, the safety came down for the interception behind the, safety the guy did running goop. down. Yeah, that wasn't his fault. But Trevon Diggs also kind of got blown well, out. Well, it wasn't he got blown. He was playing underneath, the underneath route. Yeah, I think the safety, the safety, wasn't he going for the pick? The safety went for the pick instead of going for the tackle, yeah. which the wide receiver caught Which it, caused him to not be on track Which caused him there. to not be in the right spot at the right time because Trayvon Diggs thought the safety was going to come cover and he didn't which kind of screwed up the whole thing and it made uh Trevon Diggs look bad so I'd love to bring up something um so obviously last year uh Stefan Diggs having a phenomenal season yeah yeah this season I mean he's cooled off like he's I mean he's definitely still one of the best receivers in the league like skill wise but I mean they've definitely been able to lock him up I mean 15 16 12 18 Eight twenty three. I mean, twenty three is good, but that's against the Titans. I actually, you know, I agree with that, but I think that even though he's 
kind of started off rough here. I think Josh Allen is going to start finding him more. I mean, if you look at the schedule, I mean, they he have gets a, bye. a ton of targets. Yeah, exactly. Say. He's lots of targets. They have a bye week this week, and then they play Miami. So I think if he you know turns up, puts up some points against Miami, he might be off to a good start of the second half of the season. I would here. definitely say I agree. The, the Bills are probably one of the best foreign two teams this year oh, by easily. far. Yeah, their defense, you know, shuts down. It's able to shut down a lot of teams. You know, they shut down the Chiefs pretty handily. Yeah, I think game one is just a fluke. Yeah, they've also had two blowout games against the Dolphins and the Texans. Yeah. And then one thing, I, from what I've been reading right now, is he's only received one touchdown mm-hmm. this season. So, I mean, they've definitely been able to lock him up. But still being able to put up... 15, 16. I mean, he's averaging yeah, 15 without a touchdown. A game. Yeah, that's I mean, a lot of targets. I mean, think about that. Add like a touchdown or two a game. That's what we're talking 30 points Absolutely, a week. Yeah, yeah. he is um, definitely. I mean, hasn't been. He's a good 15 points a game, maybe. But when he gets his touchdowns, I mean, he gets a lot of points. Yeah, since we're right. on the topic of receivers here, I actually wanted to bring up something. I drafted Jerry Judy at, in my draft. And week one, if you pull up his stats here, Daniel. Um, you just go on my team. You look at my matchups here on my injured reserve. I got him over here. All right, all right. So, yeah, week one, if we're looking here, he had 13 points, but he got injured in, like, what, third quarter? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah third he quarter, he had early. 13 points. So, that's basically he was on track for about 20 points. That's pretty, you know, dominant, and he's been out since. But now, actually, his injury report, I've been checking it up recently. It looks like he might be coming back pretty soon. Broncos are thinking about taking him off. I think he had a – Said he was a less than fifty percent chance of playing the Browns this week, or was that last week? Uh, they play the Browns this week. So yeah, so he said they have a, he has a less than fifty percent chance. Actually, yeah. Yeah, right. So I doubt he'll suit up, but you well, know, looks like he's not because the yeah. uh, Broncos actually activated another receiver, John Brown, for the game. It looks like, but his return it does seem to be coming soon. Here. Right. Yeah, I think in the next couple weeks. Maybe give it two or three weeks, he'll be back. I mean, he was definitely predicted to have a dominant season. I mean, mm-hmm. having a new uh, quarterback thrown to him with Teddy B. I mean, even going in, like you said, he exited the third quarter, still brought in six receptions on seven targets. Yeah, exactly. For 80 yards, or 70 yards. So, he, uh, he got his targets for sure for having an early exit. Yeah, on the topic of wide receivers, who's been... Your, in your guys' opinion, the most surprising t- uh, wide receiver. I know exactly. I would say probably Marvin Williams because Cooper Cup, you know, most people draft him because right, he's still right. a pretty good Yeah, I didn't watch him. He, he was consistent. Yeah, right. Yeah. But, and especially because they got Matthew Stafford, so he probably gets a little more receiving yards. Yeah, exactly. Marvin Williams, you know, he had the same quarterback. wasn't very good last year. But this year, you know, he's the fourth rank. He's played phenomenally. He's gotten a ton of yeah. touchdowns. So I think he's probably the best breakout here this year. You know, I'm really surprised like by the season in general with the Chargers. Because everyone, when you see the Chargers, I see, I mean, as of last year, you would think, psh, what, like maybe an under 500 team or 500 team at that at best. Especially because they had to play the Chiefs twice. So yeah, I mean, the Chargers have came out and they've shown dominance throughout the Justin league. Justin Herbert in his second year. I mean, his he's first year was dominant. Great. But yeah, after first, he gets his used first to year, he broke the uh, rookie passing touchdown record. Yeah, he's definitely a threat. And then yeah. I think another surprising, I mean, Debo Samuel. Oh, yeah. He came out oh, of yeah, week one with 31 points. That's true. And, mm-hmm. I mean, I drafted him. Everyone saw this coming. I thought Brendan Ayuk was about to have his season. Right, exactly. He's That's not on true. anybody's roster anymore. I mean, he hasn't gotten any targets. He barely gets any points. So I thought that was surprising, seeing having Brandon, Brandon Ayuk on my team, expecting him to do good, and then Debo Samuel coming and getting I mean, if 30 you look points. At, if you look at Debo Samuel's first, like, week one, like, yes, it's against the Detroit Lions, but he caught nine for 12 for 189 yards yeah, and a touchdown. 200 yards. That's, so. that's ridiculous. You know, speaking of good, um, 
you know, Najee Harris, his rookie year, he's been he is showing up. So I think what's happening with him, especially in PPR leagues, he's so valuable because what what's happening, I think, is that Big Ben, he doesn't have the arm that he used to have. So he really loves to check it down. So Najee Harris, you can see, especially week three versus Bengals, I mean, he caught 14 receptions and had 19 targets, which is insane. So I think that really helps with PPR because yeah. you get – a point per reception, obviously, and that's why he's been so good, along with the touchdown. Any stuff. any heavy receiving bag is definitely going to be dominant. Mm-hmm. I think also uh, someone pointed out that uh, Antonio Brown, I mean, with, oh, my gosh, when Gronk is out, easily uh, oh, Tom yeah. Brady's number mm-hmm. one target. I mean, For sure. he loves he's still Mike him. Evans, Chris Godwin. I mean, Antonio Brown can get anywhere on the field and very quickly. Yeah. So Tom Brady loves to get that to him, and he's mm-hmm. had he's had – his bad weeks and his injuries, but I mean, when he's playing and he's getting his targets, especially when Gronk's out, he puts up his points. Mm-hmm. So do you guys want to transition over to the running back situation, seeing like who who do you guys think is like the number one running back in the league right now? Well, I would like Derrick Henry. Yeah, no Derrick question. Henry. Derrick Henry has Phenomenal. been dominant. Three touchdowns, two weeks in a row, unbelievable. It's like yeah, I mean that's very dominant. But who's that second? Guy, like who's that's like number two right behind Derrick Henry? Or Honestly, is it, or is it not I would close? say no. It's I would say close, I would definitely. say Najee Harris. I would say Najee. Maybe Zeke has been playing great. Yeah. Fantasy yeah. wise, I say Najee Harris, and then yeah, Zeke. I mean, yeah. I mean Eckler. He's been good. Don't get me wrong. Last week though, he had what nine points. I mean, that's not horrible, but that's not number two running back caliber. Right? Yeah, mm-hmm. and you look at uh, what uh, Jonathan Taylor just did. I was did about to say, week. Jonathan Taylor. He just, yeah, he's been he going field day. Right, you know, I have him on my fantasy team. Yeah, he just had a 90- Personally, won me two games in past weeks. So. Yeah, he's been. 90 yard touchdown, right? Yep. I would have to say the Colts in general have been a pretty, you know, surprise team this year. I didn't think they'd be as good as they. Yeah, they just uh, shut down the Texans. So. Yep. And then the Detroit Lions going 0 6, losing to the, uh, to the uh, Ravens with a. Like a record, NFL record uh, field goal. What do you guys yeah. think about that? You know, I think that the Lions, ridiculous. yeah, they're one of the best um, 0-6 teams, really. They I are the only 0-16. Yeah, they're only 0-16, but I'm saying like like history. In, in the history of the NFL, I think they're one of the most solid 0-6 teams. Because if you think about it, there's no blowouts. They really have only lost by a few points every game. Maybe like, what, one touchdown, a field goal? Especially against yeah. the Ravens, who beat a lot of good teams. Like, so. yeah. Lost to the Ravens by one. They lost to, um, I can't remember the other team, but they lost to the Vikings yeah. by another one field goal by two. Right. Speaking speaking of the Ravens, is this Lamar Jackson's MVP year? Well, it's very controversial depending on the season because, I mean, it's all about how he's going to start heading up because, obviously, you had the game against the Lions where they barely won. Right. And then the, the Chiefs, they barely won. Then the Colts went into overtime, which is like – yeah, they won, but it's still it's overtime. overtime against the Colts. And, I mean, it's like after seeing the L.A. thing and their defense just completely shutting down Justin Herbert, they could potentially – Yeah, I was really be. surprised by that, honestly. I thought I the Chargers too. I thought the Chargers were going to blow them out, especially mm-hmm. after the Chargers put up like 40 points against the Browns. So. Yeah, true. That was a really – that was a shootout, wasn't it? it? Was. The Browns put up how many points? They put up, I think, in the 40s as well. Yeah, Maybe was, high 30s. Yeah, it was a total of, like, I'm pretty sure it said 12 touchdowns. That yeah, it was game. ridiculous. It was just crazy. The yeah. Browns didn't even have a turnover, and they lost. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, if we're talking about um, MVPs this year, I would say Lamar Jackson's up there. Any oh, other? Any other? I would, honest, it's like we were saying earlier, Derrick Henry maybe, because, I mean, he's had 
two games in a row with three touchdowns. If Derrick Henry keeps playing the way he's playing, I think he's, yeah. I think he's going to get it. Uh, I sure. mean, he, I was looking at the stats. He's uh, on on race to uh, get beat the uh, all-time rushing record in like, one season. Smith, yeah. Dang. Yeah. You know, I even vouch for Kyler Murray. Is uh, yeah, he's mean, been having a phenomenal year yeah, as well. Yeah. He has, but he has. Re- recently, it's like he's been a little dry. Like Really? He has yeah. been a little. Josh Allen. Up Josh Allen's sure. been great, he although he been, did just take a loss. <coughs> right, yeah. but, but still, as we said earlier, they're probably one, they're a really good 4-2 team. Right. Josh Allen, I mean, he's definitely their like main like captain, obviously. Like, right. He is such mm-hmm. a good leader going for these Bills. I mean, mm-hmm. is anyone undefeated right now in the NFL? The Cardinals. The Cardinals. They are 6-0 right now. And the Cardinals are going to be a problem this year. 100%. Although they so are going up. against the Texans this week, and I think they're getting some revenge. <laughs> Well, yeah. I would say, you know, Cardinals, Rams, both yeah. in the same division, correct? Yeah. Right. Yep. Who's winning the division? I still think the Rams, personally. I think so, too. I would say the Rams because the Cardinals, yes, they're good, and yes, they just got Zach Ertz, who's everyone saying he's going to like be like the one of the things that really going to spark the Cardinals' defense or offense again. Right. But the Rams, they're just a solid team all around. Like, they never really have off days. They also have yeah. really established players like Jalen Ramsey and Aaron Donald yeah. who you know are good. And if you think about it, the Cardinals, they lost they, – they won a game by one to the Vikings where the – the kicker missed a, a 33-yard field goal. Like, yeah. That's, they, should, they technically should be going 5-1. and one. Yeah, and really. The, Ram, the Rams' only loss is to the Cardinals. So if you think about it, it's going to be and really I think, a tough competition. I think one of the top fan favorites, Matt's like, for the Rams to Rams win the Super Bowl. Because I think mm-hmm. everybody respects Matt Stafford enough that he really needs this ring. Like, mm-hmm. I think. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's always been a solid quarterback. And right, but he's been on a terrible he's been team. A, yeah, we, exactly. we've, yeah, we've talked about this before, like Barry Sanders, Megatron, stuff like that. Like, right. they, they've been amazing players and, like, Hall of Fame players, but they just... I'm just glad Matt Stafford was able to get out of Detroit because yeah, Detroit really. ruins their players. Mm-hmm. I think it's really the result of the Ford family owning it because I don't think they really care too much. They just have the money to own yeah. it, mm-hmm. and they just profit off of that. So Daniel actually showed me his phone here. He brought up another hot topic this week in fantasy. Daniel, want to tell him about it? Yeah, so Deshaun Watson, there's been some rumors that he might be getting traded in the coming weeks. So, you know, a lot of people are picking him up because when he plays, you know, he's probably a top five, definitely top ten quarterback. He led the league in passing yards last year. So, you know, if he's available in your league, you know, you could pick him up, you know. True. Uh, I think we were talking about good teams. I think I think it's good to bring up some bad teams. And I like there's bad teams like Jaguars are bad, but I'm just saying Super Bowl um runner ups last year, the Chiefs oh, horrible. They've yeah, looked so bad yeah. this year. Patrick Mahomes throwing eight interceptions Crazy. compared compared to last Not year. Where bring, his yeah, players. I would have That's to say true. about this half of them. Are probably his receivers' faults. Well, I'm, I'm also thinking about it. How it's like the whole season last year, like all regular season, he only threw six, and this one, he's it's like thrown. he's over. He's just either overthrown or the wide receiver is just not able to bring it down. Which is, would you think that's more like a coaching thing, or is it just a, a player like mindset? Like, what, what would be the thought about that? You know, I would have to say it's probably more of a mentality thing. You know, when you're on the field, you got to lock in and you got to make those catches, those routine catches. You know, mm-hmm. you're in the NFL for a reason. You know, they hired you, and they're expecting you to make routine plays like that. And you should be able to, really. I don't think that's the coach's fault at all. I think that's your fault at that point. I think you're in the NFL. You need to be able to get the job done. I think so, too. I also think Patrick Mahomes, man. 
Obviously, we've seen him be phenomenal, but I mean, I think he's just trying to do too much at this point. I mean, last year we always saw his highlight plays where he'd fall down, sidearm it, and get it to mm-hmm. Travis Kelsey for a yeah. touchdown or something yeah. like that. Right. But I think he's been just trying to make too many plays when he just like I think his decision making just needs to he needs to lock in and realize what's the right thing to do. Yeah. Right. I mean, last week he threw a pick trying to do some silly stuff. You know, he's falling down through it. Yeah. And then, you know, it got picked off. But then then the pick before you see where it was a good ball hit right off the uh, wide receiver's shoulder right into the DB's hands. That's like, Mm -hmm. he can't do anything about that. That's not his fault. So just the Chiefs, I mean, everybody expected to come out and be the Kansas City Chiefs like they've been the past two years and just have not showed up. Yeah, people were expecting a a Bucks chiefs repeat, you know, for the Super Bowl. Because, I mean, last year... Yeah, the Chiefs, they only scored nine on the Bucks, but, I mean, that was not the Chiefs that we knew the whole season. I would have to say, you know, it's probably because Patrick Mahomes' contract is so big, and, you know, they're really putting all their money, I would say, into their offense. That's so I would true. say, they, you know, they're not able defense, to afford that. That is true. Their defense has not been their the defense best. Their defense has been I mean, horrible. They've been kind of just on the slacking side. Yeah. And then, um, also think about the Chiefs. It's like, yeah, they have good weapons, like Travis Kelsey, Tyree Kill, like Clyde Edwards-Hilaire. But it's like they don't have that secondary wide receiver long lock because right. they have uh, Robinson and uh, I think it's uh, McCall Hardman who are like they're not bad wide receivers, but they're definitely not like that secondary option. Like because they obviously lost Sammy Watkins to the Ravens because mm-hmm. of free agency because obviously they couldn't pay right. for him. Mm-hmm. So it's like they really need that second wide receiver because obviously they're going to guard Tyree Kill because they know he's their best. Your best threat. Right. Speaking of the Super Bowl last year, Tom Brady this year, he was the first ranked quarterback like a few weeks ago. Now I'm, who's the first ranked quarterback now? Josh Josh Allen. Allen. Tom Brady's been playing phenomenal. Yeah, I mean, how old is this dude? He's like 44. Yeah. Ridiculous. It's insane. You know, I would have to say he's probably the GOAT. Definitely the GOAT. No question at this point. You know, people were arguing if he was the GOAT like five years ago. At this point, no no question. Especially after he proved himself to win a Super Bowl with a brand new team. You know, speaking of that, is he going back-to-back this year? I don't know. I don't know. The NFC in general is just tough because, I mean, like we were saying, the Cardinals, the Rams, uh, and you got the Packers, and... uh, and then, of course, them. And then Carolina was going on for a run for a little bit, but now they, kinda, they, cooled off. they, they fell yeah. off immediately on a three-game uh, losing streak. This has been kind of like a, a pattern for Carolina, actually, in the past few it's years. True. They've started off hot and cooled down pretty quickly after the first couple of weeks. Mm-hmm. AFC team that's been – was really strong at the beginning of the season, but uh, definitely cooled off, had some injuries. Uh, we spoke about Jerry Judy earlier. Right, right. right. Yeah. <laughs> the Denver Broncos um, started off 3-0 with brand new Teddy Bridgewater uh, as their quarterback. And they had Jerry Judy the first week, and obviously you got her. That's a threat gone. K.J. Handler with a season-ending injury. Uh, he's gone. I mean, Corlin Sutton was out when he out the first week and then yeah, came back. Yeah, I think so. Uh, first, and, first and second week, and then he's been a threat. I mean... Definitely in fantasy, he's been uh, putting up his points that he needs. Uh, Noah Fant was really good last year. He hasn't really been doing too much this year. But I think after Teddy Bridgewater's uh, Teddy Bridgewater's um, concussion, I mean, Broncos have just not come back. They've had so many injuries. Von Miller, insane season. He is yeah. insane. He is a wild. Um, but, yeah, we'll see. Yeah, I mean, if you look at the uh, Broncos' schedule here upcoming, they have the Browns. 
pretty tough matchup. Washington, you know, they should be able to win that game. But then they have Dallas, who's been extremely hot recently with Trevon Diggs, you know. Five-game winning streak right yeah. now. Yeah, and then they play the Eagles, who are actually, you know, sneaky tough. I mean, I wouldn't think they were as good as they were, but they are a good team. I mean, for Jalen Hurts having, like, no wide receivers that, like, are really dominant. Like, yeah. he has, who is it? Devontae Smith has Devont- been pretty good. Yeah, he's been pretty good, but he's mm-hmm. not the most consistent. Like, you got Devontae Smith, and then their last pick last year, uh, Jalen Rager. Yeah. And then, uh, who's that uh, Watkins kind of guy? That Watkins, number 16. Who's, yeah, like, came yeah. Out, he came off the practice squad, just mm-hmm. became that third kind of wide receiver. And he's just been kind of... Been able to throw throw uh, some good passes and stuff just to nobody wide receivers, really. Yeah, I mean, after the uh, Eagles, they have a bye week. Then they have to play the Chargers, Chiefs, Lions, Bengals, Raiders, Chargers again, then finish off the season against the Chiefs. I I don't see too many wins there, yeah, honestly. I don't either. I mean, especially with, you know, Jerry Judy, definitely, you know, a hopeful sophomore, sophomore season coming out here. I think he should be able to put up some numbers against these teams, but... They just don't have enough at the end of the day, I feel like. You know, Teddy B needs to be supported by, you know, a better running game. And yeah. I think he also needs Especially to be... after the loss of Philip Lindsay. Yeah, yeah. for sure, exactly. So fast. I mean, I think if the Broncos don't win this week, I just don't see them having any playoffs in their future. I mean, we're playing the Browns with Bar- uh, Baker Mayfield out. They're probably one of the best Keno. running backs uh, in the uh, in the league, Nick Chubb, he's out. And Kareem Hunt is also out. So, so it's, if we're our defense, who's probably our uh, strong suit, has definitely been in the past, won us the Super Bowl. Um, I think, I think uh, we should be able to get this win tonight. So, I'm hopeful, but. If we lose, I do not see any sort of hope in our future. Yeah, you know, speaking of the Browns, I think Baker Mayfield actually, I projected him to do a little better this year. Well, yes, but mm. it's also, I mean, it's not that he's doing terrible. Like, he's he's doing what most people expected him to do. Like, he's, really? he's, throwing, he's throwing passes, and it's like, for the, the Browns offense, you know, they're known for their running backs, whereas you got the Nick, Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt show back there. So, yeah, I mean, it's, it's, a, it's a running team for sure. You know, I would say to end off the show here, we're reaching the 27-minute uh, mark here pretty quick. I would say, you know, let's end it off here. Um, week 6, I mean, what are we, week 7? Week 7. Yeah, let's do some week 7 matchups here, just team on team, you know, predictions of wins and losses. All right. Maybe we'll end off the show here on a high so note. So we can start out with uh, who's playing tonight, the Browns. Yeah, the Browns and the Broncos. Yeah, we've been uh, talking about that for a little bit, but yeah, I think – I got the Broncos in this one. I would have to say I have the Browns probably in this matchup tonight. Yeah, I think I got the Browns too, just because they got a great defense, Miles Garrett. I would say the Broncos just because, I mean, they've, they're they here trying to prove themselves, you know, trying to see what they can do. So. Yeah, I would agree. You know, I wouldn't be surprised, though, if the Broncos gave them a good fight here. So, yeah, you know, Sunday, 1 p.m., we got the Chiefs and the Titans. Douglas? Uh, I mean, I got to go Titans. Derrick Henry, Red Hot, Chiefs. I mean, they've been, I mean, yeah, have not showed up. And then Titans getting the win over, uh, who was it they beat the last Bills. week? They just beat the, the Bills. Bills. They just yeah. beat the Bills, yeah. And the Bills, I mean, smacked around the I Chiefs. Mean, I mean, the Chiefs had nothing mm-hmm. for them, so. Yeah, I would agree. I mean, you know, the Titans started off a little cold here, but I think they've started to heat up. Derrick Henry putting up numbers. Mm-hmm. I think they got the win. When the Titans do good, Derrick Henry does good. I mean, yeah. he's yeah. their anchor for sure. Yeah, Daniel, your prediction? 
Uh, well, I think personally that Devontae Adams is gonna have a huge game. Obviously, he's one of the best receivers in the uh, in the league. And <laughs> Daniel, talking about the Titans. Talking about the oh, t- so <laughs> I think that uh, yeah, Derrick Henry is due for another huge load this week. Maybe, <laughs> maybe another three touchdown game. Honestly, Micah, I'm also I'm also gonna have to go with. The Titans here, I'm kind of feeling uh, Derrick Henry getting another 100, over 100-plus 100 yard game and at least two touchdowns. That's my bold prediction because, I mean, the Chiefs, their their defense, as we talked about, not the most solid. So, I mean, I'm saying Derrick Henry, another good game. Right, yeah. Also playing at 1 o'clock Sunday will be the Packers and the Washington football team, formerly known as the Redskins. Got their name changed, taken down due to racial tensions. So, <laughs> Powell. All right. I think, okay, so I'm not sure. I just know that Antonio Gibson's on the uh, the injury roster. Um, I know he's undergoing an MRI. He's still questionable uh, fantasy. So um, limited fashion Thursday, that it says. But um, I think uh, he's got J.D. McKissick behind him if right. he doesn't play. So I don't know. I mean, Packers are good. They got their threats that they always have. I think I got Packers even though, uh, yeah. Yeah, you know, I'm a big Packers guy, so I probably have to say, as Daniel was saying prior to that, Devontae Adams, big game, Rodgers, oh, big game. I think Jones, Jones is really going to thrive true. this week as well. Daniel? Yeah, I think I'm just going to hark on what you said about Devontae Adams here. I mean, he's going against the 31st defense with Washington's defense this week against wide receivers. So, I mean, obviously he's one of the best receivers, third ranked right now, 100% started. So I think he's definitely going to have a huge week with Aaron Rodgers throwing him the ball. So I think I got the Packers as well. I'm also going to have to go with Packers. And speaking of injuries, we have uh, Terry McLaurin, who is questionable right now with a hamstring, and he was limited uh, on practice today. So depending on how uh, Terry McLaurin uh, feels during the game, that could honestly really push the Packers' wins. Right. So also playing at, what is that, the 4 o'clock game? Yeah, no. Uh, one o'clock. Yeah, one o'clock. We got the Ravens and the Bengals. Ooh. I think, you know, actually, you know what? No, Douglas, you take it away here first. All right, so I'd love that we're able to talk about the Bengals. I actually wanted to bring them up earlier. But Joe Burrow seems to have definitely found his home in Cincinnati. I mean, he has definitely put up his points last season with the torn ACL. I mean, I really did not expect him to come back after a torn ACL's rookie year and had the season that he's having right now. But Jamar Chase, like Micah said, um, having his pop-off rookie season. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. I mean, I think Ravens, obviously, been a good team. Lamar Jackson uh, putting up his points. But I, I think I'm going to go Cincinnati with this one with the upset. Right, yeah, same actually. You know, I Ravens, they had a good showing against the Chargers, don't get me wrong. But I just don't think after that blowout win – from all the inconsistencies they've had throughout the season, I don't trust them, you know? And Joe Burrow and the Bengals are a tough squad to match up against. I think Joe Burrow's probably going to prove his worth, you know, Sunday. Yeah, I think I'm actually going to go with the uh, the Ravens here. And just because I've actually been doubting the Ravens, you know, the last couple of games, especially against the Chargers, I thought the Chargers were going to take it pretty easily, and they just shut them out. You know, they beat the Colts. You know, beat Kansas City, that was a good win. The only team they've really lost to is the Raiders, and they were, they're on a hot streak. They're not too good now. Actually, it's fun. But, um, yeah, I'm thinking the uh, the Ravens are going to take this one. 
So you brought up the Chiefs, though. I would say it's kind of a fluke that they won that game. You yeah. know, Clyde Edward Hilaire, he fumbled it. Really, really, they probably could have had a touchdown or a field goal. And the Chiefs have kind of been suspect also, this season. The fact that they have to hit a NFL like record breaking field goal yeah. just to beat the Detroit Lions. I mean, right. But also the Lions are, you know, more they're, stronger they're, team they're than a lot the stronger than those. Uh, I just yeah. think them beating the Chargers so so easily, you know, that's why I'm picking them it's this week. It's almost like they found their group beating this good Chargers team. Yeah, yeah, maybe. Well, we'll definitely find it out this week. Micah, your prediction. So, honestly, uh, this is a, like a divisional game, which, I mean, this is going to break a lot because I feel like I'm pretty sure the, uh, the Bengals, they're 4-2 right now, I'm pretty sure. And I know the Ravens, they're on a five-game win streak right now. Yeah. What's so. the record? I think they're five and one. Five and one. So yeah, the Bengals need this. They need this game. Yeah. So it's honestly, this is kind of see who's first place, and I feel like, uh, I feel like the uh, Bengals have a way better idea, like what they need to win. So I feel like the Bengals are gonna win it. Yeah. So next up, you know, we got Panthers and the Giants, also at one o'clock. Douglas. See, I don't know about this one because I mean, Giants. They just don't have their threats, man. I'm I mean, just going to say Panthers. I, I got yeah. to go Panthers. No, sorry, Mr. L. Big Giants guy. We feel for you. You know, maybe Saquon will be back soon, but yeah, I'm definitely going to. I mean, he's questionable. So, I mean, he could uh, make his return, but I, I, don't, I doubt he'll play. Yeah, I think Panthers win this pretty handily, Daniel. I so yeah, I definitely think the Panthers are going to win, especially without Daniel Jones and Saquon Barkley for the Giants. Yeah, you know, I mean, that's pretty you know, quick. You know, one of the uh, non-competitive you know, games today, Falcons-Dolphins, both you know, below-average teams. Dolphins. Give me the Dolphins after that performance. I mean, yes, they lost, but still, I mean, they put up a show. Like, Tua was, like, showing him how he's actually able to throw again. So, I mean, yeah. I'm, I'm taking the Dolphins now. Uh, I think I'm going to go with the Falcons. They're coming off a bye week this week. I mean, Cordell Patterson had an absolute, like, phenomenal. I did not feel him, uh, see him doing as good as he's done. Uh, Matt Ryan's coming off his bye. He's not been good. I picked him up in fantasy because Justin Herbert has a uh, bye. But, I mean, he the last two weeks has been heating up. Uh, but I, I think I'm going to go Falcons with this one. I mean, yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to go with the Falcons too here just because I think Matt Ryan, you know, he's a much better quarterback than Tua, and he's definitely more, more proven because he's been in the NFL for so many years. Right. And if the time comes, you know, he can definitely lead his team down the field for a W. So. I, I have to agree with that one. You know, it just comes down to more experience in the league. And right. Matt Ryan has shown that with his MVP year a few years back. I just think, yeah, more experience. End of the day, Falcons are going to come away with a W. Next up, we have the Jets and the Patriots. Yeah, we might as well skip this one, you know. <laughs> yeah. I, I would have to say Patriots, Patriots blowout win. Patriots. You know? I got. I'm just kidding. I got the Patriots. <laughs> Zach Daniel, Patriots? definitely, yeah, definitely Patriots. Patriots. I'm you know, gonna, I'd say Mac Jones probably a little pissed off from that. the yeah after that I'm loss. Sorry. He's going to come out firing this week. Next up, we got the Eagles and the Raiders. Raiders, they lost John Gruden, right? Yeah. So that might be a huge loss to their program. I'm sure all the players, well, maybe for the most part, are pissed off about that. I, I'm probably going with Raiders. What about you, Micah? I'm going to go with the Eagles on this one because, I mean, yes, they – like what you were saying, like they're going to be a little pissed off, but their coaching staff, like they were with John Gruden and they ha- were having the groove and stuff like that. But now that they're losing their coach and they're going to have to get a new one, I mean, that's just going to – that's just going to affect the whole uh, uh, scheme there. So Yeah, Douglas, I'm, who you got, man? 
So, I mean, yeah, I think the Eagles, I mean, Jalen Hurts, I mean, fantasy-wise, oh, my goodness, he has put up his points. I mean, he's like a consistent 25 points a game. But, I mean, yeah. uh, <laughs> uh, but I think also, I mean, Josh, Josh Jacobs is back full swing. I mean, he has not uh, got 15 and then 16 the week before. So, he seems to have gotten his groove back. He's playing Philadelphia, who's – Ranked 27th against running backs. So, <laughs> so let me ask you a question here. Is it Philadelphia or Philadelphia? Uh, Philadelphia. <laughs> All right. So uh, I, got, I got Raiders on that one. Right. Daniel. Yeah, I'm going to go Raiders too just because, you know, last week was the first week where they didn't have John Gruden, so they might have been in a little panic mode, you know, there. But they still they, beat the Broncos. Yeah, they still beat the Broncos. <laughs> so, and I think – that's really because Derek Carr. He's played great this year. He, he had has actually. He had 435 yards the first game, which is incredible. You know, didn't have a great game against the Bears, but even without John Gruden, he had 22 points against the Broncos. Yeah, uh, he, but, he's great. He's great. Yeah, right now, actually, Cortez is going to have to leave here from his guest line. We enjoyed having you, Cortez. Yeah, great, great seeing you guys. You know, hope I can be back again. So yeah, so. we plan to see you again. All right. Well, we'll see you. Have a good time. Hey, safe travels home. Speaking of Derek Carr, I have a lot of respect for Derek Carr. I mean, he's he's a great leader. Um, But, yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. Derek Carr has just been phenomenal. Yeah, who we got next on the list here? (laughs) (laughs) So, we got Lions. Rams, blowout win. Easy, you know. We've been talking good about the Lions all podcast, but the Rams. The Rams are are too good. Yeah, next up on the list, we got... Bears, Buccaneers. I think Bucks win with authority in this game. Tom Brady, he's coming out. He's having a good game. He's showing up the Bears defense. He's lining up. I think so, too. I think, I mean, David Montgomery, IR. Uh, I just don't think Justin Fields, I mean, just hasn't. I mean, he's fine, but, I mean, not not uh, good enough to lead the Bears to a win. I, I think. Yeah, I mean, it, like kind of what we were talking about with the uh, Falcons and the, who is it, the Dolphins? Yep. You know, just it comes down to experience. Right. And... Brady obviously has that experience. I, I mean, think playing in his mid forties now. I think Buccaneers win this handily. Yeah, but I think I do. Gronkowski is questionable. Don't think. <laughs> I don't think he'll win. I play. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. I mean, we'll see. But yeah, Daniel, your take? Yeah, I think uh, Justin Fields. I don't think he's been as good as people thought. So I definitely think the Buccaneers are going to take this one pretty easily here. Right. Yeah. Moving on down the list. We have the Texans and the Cardinals. Six and O Cardinals. <laughs> so, I think the Texans are definitely. I think they're going to take this one, and let me tell you why. All right, the Texans used to have J.J. Watt and DeAndre Hopkins. All right, and that's one of the main reasons the Cardinals are six and O right now. So, I think the Texans, you know, their training staff, their coaching. They know J.J. Watt and DeAndre Hopkins very well as players, so I think they should be able to lock them down. And really, just eat the W. You know what I'm saying? That's a very good point. I still think I got to go Cardinals with this one, but that's a good point. Yeah. Yeah, I I agree with your statement actually, but I would say end of the day, Cardinals just have a better team overall, and they're taking this W. I think also DeAndre Hopkins playing against his old team. I'm sure he has a lot of respect, but I mean, I'm sure he's going to want to show up this week. Yeah, there might be some bad blood there. You never know. You know, stupid trade by the Texans. Really, it was trade. a horrible trade. I, I mean, mean, I don't, I don't really know thinking. what they were thinking I there. I don't either. I don't know. David Johnson looking good this week. Okay, <laughs> yeah, so, um, yeah, who we got next here? We got the 
Wait. Hold on. We got the Colts Niners. Ooh, so this is actually... This is our Sunday primetime game. Is this the primetime? This is, is the last one on Sunday. It is. I got to go with the Colts over the 49ers here. You know, I'd say they're a solid team. A lot of people probably don't think they're as good as they really are. I think they have potential, you know, really maybe to sneak in a wild card spot this year. I wouldn't be surprised yeah. if they kept showing up. Yeah, John Taylor, I mean, phenomenal season. But, I mean, people are talking – I mean, we, had, we talked about Debo Samuel earlier. He just had a phenomenal season with Jimmy G throwing to him. I know Jimmy G was facing some injuries earlier. But uh, and I, I've heard that uh, Ayuka Bazooka might be making a return, like, after coming off this bye week, uh, trying to get some plays for him. Because I know they definitely want to use him as a threat. Because, obviously, he's a very skilled player. He just – I mean, yeah. I don't know. I, I, I'm going to go um, – I'm going to go 49ers with this one. Yeah, I think I'm going to go Colts. Carson Wentz has been playing great recently. Uh, T.Y. Hilton, I believe, just came back from injury, so they got another another little threat there. And, of course, Jonathan Taylor has been playing great. I believe their defense has also been pretty top tier this year. It looks like they are fourth in fantasy, so they've been a real force of nature this year. Yeah, they've been solid, and they gave the Ravens a hard time. You know, They that, did. There were some controversial calls there at the end of the mm-hmm. game. Could have gone one side or another. Actually, Ravens ended yeah. up on top. I actually picked up the Colts defense um, since Bills had a bye week. So I'm, I'm hoping they, the defense does good, but I still think 49ers comes back. In our Monday primetime game, we got the Saints and the Seahawks. Seahawks suffering a lot of injuries. So many injuries. You know, they got Russell Wilson. They got Chris Carson. Who else they got? Do you have anyone else? I mean, maybe on their defense. I mean, yeah, maybe defensively. But I believe actually one of their defensive ends got paralyzed last game. Jeez. Oh, yeah. I did see that. Yeah, that was so, really sad. Yeah, I mean, you know, Seahawks suffering injury. You know, you can't lose your quarterback and your main running back. I mean, that's a devastating blow, just that. But then you also lose a defender. You know, they're in some trouble right now, I'd say. Absolutely, yeah. But, I mean, Saints, I mean, they really, I mean, haven't had a crazy season. I mean, everyone kind of expected them, I mean, to do what they've been doing the past few years. Michael Thomas. Supposed to make a return this week, but I mean, I just he says he's not ready. I think I think once he comes back, he might be a threat. But I I got uh, I got Seattle in this one, even though if they're facing all these injuries, I think it'll be good for all these players to come back and uh, all the backups to show what they can do against this Saints Saints team. Yeah, I think it really comes down to Jameis Winston because he's a very strange quarterback. You know, some games he'll play really well, like he get against the Packers the first week. And then the next game, you know, he'll throw four picks and zero touchdowns. So it really depends on him. And especially, you know, the Saints got uh, Marshawn Lattimore, who really locked up Devontae Adams the first week. Just a really poor showing from the Packers. And uh, they also have Cameron Jordan. He's a, he's a great player. But I think it comes down to uh, really the way Jameis Winston plays. I, think so too. I would agree with that. You know, if Winston comes out firing, has a good game, I say the Saints win by two touchdowns. I think Marshall mm-hmm. on Lattimore, you know, he's going he's gonna to lock up D.K. Metcalf. This might open up some, you know, spots for Tyler Lockett to get some good catches, put some good points, you know. But Alvin Kamara, I think, is going to have a huge game. Yeah. I think he's going to drop 30 points this week. Yeah, he's definitely a threat receiving in, too. I mean, he's one of those mm-hmm. receiving backs who could really catch the ball. I mean, last season, like, how many touchdowns did he have that one game? I oh, mean, like seven? Yeah, he he's, is, a, he's a freak. Game, I yeah. yeah, I mean, he's been crazy. You know, that's the end of our predictions for this week. We end off at the 43-minute mark, pushing 44 and 45, you know. Next week, we might be back at it again. Again, <laughs> signing off here. Nash Watson and the fellas.
Fleetwood Fantasy, ladies and gentlemen. We'll see you away from Douglas Powell and Daniel Van Morris. We'll see you next week.